the movie show with CJ and TJ. Hey everybody, welcome to episode two of the Movie Shack with CJ and TJ. Uh, we've been off for a few weeks, but uh, we're back. We're recording this episode today, which is uh, the 27th of March. We will also be doing a second episode today that will be released in a, probably about two weeks, I think, is when that one will be actually be released. You mean third episode? The th- yes, but this, we're going to be recording our second episode of the day today. It will be the third episode overall. <laughs> so, <coughs> I'm, I'm one of your co-hosts. I'm TJ Washburn. And CJ George. So, th- thank you for everybody that's listened to the show so far and uh, checked out the first episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, we had a lot of fun. Again, like... We mentioned in the last episode, it's going to be a little, you know, there's going to be some inconsistencies and gaps in time in between episodes right now, just because it's it's uh, hard for us to do them on a consistent basis, but we're going to do them when we can for the time being, and then, you know, hopefully as time goes on, we'll be able to do them a little bit more consistently. Uh, for our second movie, we chose to check out 2021's Wrong Turn. It's a reboot of the original, if you're familiar with the original. It's a a very long, ongoing series. Um, And I was kind of interested in this. I'm not, like, the biggest fan of the Wrong Turn series. Like, I enjoy the first two. But after that, I, I really didn't have any interest in watching any more of them, personally. Yeah, I only liked the first one up until now. Um, I was never really a big fan of the Wrong Turn series myself. Yeah. So it was uh, interesting to go into this one where neither one of us are like super um, glued to the ser- the original series. So I'd heard some, I personally had heard some good things about this one from people I know that had seen it and said it was a, you know, pretty interesting take, and that they just didn't, like, follow the status quo and all that, And but nobody really spoiled anything for me, so I was really curious to check this one out to see how it goes. Um, so this is the, the, the breakdown of the film. Uh, this was directed by Michael P. Nelson, 2021, it's 110 Minutes. The tagline is, this land is their land. Jen and a group of friends set out to hike the Appalachian Trail. Despite warnings to stick to the trail, the hikers stray off course and cross into land inhabited by the Foundation, a hidden community of mountain dwellers who use deadly means to protect their way of life. Um... So yeah, that's you know the basic rundown of the film, and uh, hold on one second. Okay, I just wanted to make sure we were still recording. I couldn't see for some reason it didn't keep going. Um, so yeah, um, you know that was the th- that's the basic plot, and it's it's on point, and it really doesn't give anything away. So what are we talking about first here? The score. Um, the score is 
to me, I thought was pretty minimalistic in this. There's nothing that's really like, it's barely noticeable, to be honest. There's nothing that really, I thought there was nothing that really like jumped out at me. As far as, like, score moments go, like I said, I barely even noticed there was a score in it. Um, so, but I think the minimalistic approach worked for the film, just because of the way the film worked out and how it moved along. So, I don't have any problem with the score, but I honestly really feel like I'd have a hard time giving it a grade, because it's so noticeably almost absent that I don't know how to even, how I would even rate it. <laughs> I know that's, you know, not an answer anybody wants to hear, but yeah, it's it's like I, I really didn't notice the score. Like, it just, to me, felt very absent. I don't know what you thought of that whole thing. Um, the score, for me, was very subtle, but I actually really liked it, and I did notice it. Um, it really helped in certain areas of the movie to give it that ominous feel. Um, yeah. Yeah. To me, it reminded me um, a little bit of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre reboot. Of how they used the score. That was a lot of times it was very minimalistic. And it just kind of was there. Yes. But there was nothing over the top. But they used it to fill in gaps and stuff like like she had said. But Definitely. like I said, personally, I don't know how how I, how I would feel about uh, writing that as far as. Um, so it does its job, I guess. You know, adequately. So I, I would give it a passing grade. Yes. Yep. Um, so what do we want to, what are we covering next? What's the next category? The effects. The effects. Why don't you start this one? Um, there wasn't really a lot in the way of effects. It was, there was some good gore to it. It looked very realistic, but it wasn't over the top. Um, it wasn't really about that. Um... Uh, just, uh, the, the plain camera style, I should say, uh, for effects. There was a lot of, uh, scenery, um, it was pretty vivid in, in the scenery. I really enjoyed that part, um, but, I mean, there wasn't really any CG effects or anything. No, it, um, I agree with you there, to the minute, like, I know from the other wrong turn movies that I've watched, they're pretty over the top and gory. Yes. As far and and this wasn't that, um, without giving anything away. I think at this point everybody knows that there's no cannibal hillbilly mutants in it. Uh that has heard anything about this movie because it's been out for a little bit now, so um you know, the original films were all about the, the backwoods cannibal hillbilly mutants. This kind of takes a very different approach, and we'll get to that more in the story part of it. Yes. Um, but this uses, uh, this uses effects to me to, like, further the plot more so than just shock and awe. Like, a lot of times, the, the, it, so it's more, letting you know that there's some bad people out there and there's, you know, this stuff is going on and it's, it's very well done and it, it's definitely 
if it was CG, it wasn't noticeable as CG. Exactly. It, it was definitely looked more like old school practical effects, which I yes, really appreciate. Definitely. Because I'm not the biggest fan of CG CG and horror movies, unless it's, at, you know, used to kind of like, um, to just add a little extra, you know, to something or right. whatever. When it's worked with practical, I think it works well, especially on smaller, smaller budgeted movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'm generally not a big fan of CG effects, so... Yeah, neither the, am I. I. I did appreciate that the fact they went practical, and what was on screen looked really good. Yes. There was nothing there that made me go, oh, that looks cheesy. I was like, the, and the stuff was effective that was used, so yeah, I would definitely give that a passing grade as far as the effects go. For sure, I agree with you. All right, what do we got? So next? the next is plot slash story. Yeah, plot slash story. Um, <laughs> so I knew going in, I personally knew going into this that this wasn't just a, you know, shot for shot remake reboot of the original. Um, interesting fact that the, the guy who wrote the original Wrong Turn series also wrote this. And. Uh, I was listening to another podcast where they were talking to the director of this film. And it's like part of the reason the guy wanted to do this because he wanted to do something different. He just didn't want to use, rehash the same old storyline that had been going on for like seven or eight films, whatever they're up to now in the wrong term franchise. Um, I like the story. Um, it was a different take on stuff. To me, it uh, almost felt a little too on the nose. Like I know, I know, I know what they were going for, and it's 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 very obviously a political commentary. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, there's no hands down. There's no doubt about it. It's about a political commentary type thing. Uh you know, millennials versus the old folks type thing, um, right versus left type thing. It wasn't just that, though. It was a comment about, you know, I think it was a comment on, like, city culture versus country culture. Um, the old ways versus the new ways of doing yeah. things. Uh, it, it's very much a statement about society in general, I think, in, in how... People treat one another. Mm -hmm. uh, so it it was definitely enjoyable as far like it was enjoyable to me because they took they took some shots with it, but it was a little too on point for me. At the same time, if that makes sense, um, there was nothing that really surprised me about uh, the story. I guess per se, there was a few little twists that I did actually kind of enjoy. And it was nice to see them throw that in there. But um, it was very tropish, I guess, as far as the, the story goes. At least that's how I felt. So I didn't uh, I didn't love the story and I didn't hate it, but it was it, it I'd give it a passing a passing grade, I guess, as far as the overall story. I don't know what you what are your thoughts on that? I actually quite enjoyed the story, um, and like you said, it was very on point for uh, 
what is going on right now. Uh, there's a, uh, it, takes a stab at, at, uh, politics and, uh, culture and, uh, rights, um, and, uh, I, I, I found it refreshing. I, I enjoyed it. I don't want to say too much and then give stuff away. Yeah, I'm trying, <laughs> I know I'm personally trying to keep the spoilers to a minimum as far as, is you know, I think that's one goal with the show is to get you interested enough to see it without giving away too much. There's some pretty obvious things that most anybody that's even paid any attention to the film is going to know going in. Again, the, like the fact that there's, you know, this isn't a hillbilly mutant cannibal uh, wrong turn of years past. This is a right. little bit of a different different take. Um, yeah, so yeah, I like I said, we both we both said our piece there. There's not really much more to add to that. I don't think it's as far as the overall the overall feeling of the story itself. I did. I, I guess one thing about the story that I liked um, was they did do some foreshadowing. Yeah, that did come back towards the end of uh, towards further into the movie. That was not in your face foreshadowing either. It was one of those things like if you had paid attention, you would have caught yes some things, and it kind of made sense. And um. It's going to be very, very apparent to you kind of what's going to happen when that gets brought back up. If you are paying attention, I kind of called what was going to happen in my head, you know, with that with that particular character and scene. Nope, I hear you. Um, I totally hear you. I understand what you're saying. So that, <laughs> that was part of my thing about it being a little too on point, but mm-hmm. maybe that was just because I caught some of those things and it just, I was already... Because I'm that type of person that I always am trying to figure out what's going on and stuff. And yep. Well, maybe A, B, and C are going to happen, or you know. And, and there was a few things with like the characters that that was part of my reason. Like I was saying about it being too on point, was I was almost calling it in my head before it happened. Maybe not the exact way that it happened, but you knew. I kind of figured with certain characters that's how things were going to go. I gotcha. <laughs> you know, again, but it's a slashery type. It's not even really a slasher, to no. be honest with you. It's more of a, I don't want to say environmental horror, because it's not really that either. It's, it's, uh, I don't know if you would call it hillbilly horror. <laughs> If that would be the right terminology for it. I think in a way you could probably consider this psychological. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're I think you're right. It it doesn't really fall into the, like the you would definitely I would definitely consider the original films like straight up slasher. Oh, yeah, They're straight definitely. up slasher films. Definitely. This this is more of a more a little like psychological drama type Yep. type stuff. So yep. I think we so we both give it a passing grade. I think as far as the as the story goes, yes. Um. So what is next? The next thing is the acting. I'll let you go first on this one. Um, I I thought the acting was pretty solid. Um, like most movies, some of the characters really freaking irritated me. 
in their acting, and I know that was completely intentional, and I think it kind of went along with the stuff that they were trying to hit on. Um, yeah, it, it was... I, I would give it a passing grade, and like I said, I, I'm pretty sure it was intentional. I pretty much agree with her 100% on what she just said. I don't really have anything to add to that. Um, there, if you're familiar with, with, obviously, if you're probably listening to the show, you're probably familiar enough with genre films, if not, like, a big fan of genre films. You know there's that classic trope of there's the overly affectionate couple. Mm-hmm. There's the super annoying person. Uh-huh. There's the know-it-all. Mm-hmm. And then there's the do-gooders. That's pretty much... Yes. You know, so anybody that's been around the genre films knows and this pretty much fit the bill. It was refreshing to see a little bit of a different take on that. Yes. As far as the characters go, which we're not going to give away, but you'll have to watch it. But it was kind of cool to see... That's one thing I did appreciate is the fact that they kind of uh, went against cast typing, type yes. ca- uh, t- typecasting as yes. far as the characters go, which I did appreciate. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's still very much there. Oh yes, it's just a fresh take on an old, you know, on an old thing. I think once I heard there's something that there's only like five stories you can tell in horror movies, so. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, um, but, it, you know, overall, I, I, you know, I agree with her pretty much everything she said. I, I thought it was fine. There was no performances that really made me go, that was a great performance. But there was also really no performances that made me go, that was a bad performance. Exactly. You know, it was uh, very serviceable to the, to the story, and that's what you want. Especially in these types of of uh, in these types of films there's often that's what makes or breaks some of these hor- you know uh, not super huge budget horror movies bad acting will really well sometimes bad acting makes those films like super duper fun yeah <laughs> but uh, that's sometimes that's not so much the case sometimes it really takes you out of the film yeah it completely ruins it and and this is one of those cases like where it was solid enough that there was nothing that really, like, no performances that made me go just, oh, oh, that's bad. You know, it was it was very solid. Yes. Um. So, yeah, I, I would definitely give the acting a passing grade. Yep. So, our last... Uh, well, is, kind of last, second to last. Yeah. Um, the scare meter... So, as we talked about, for those of you that caught the first show, um, you know, we're going to break down each film that we talk about into, like, five sections and then kind of wrap it up with an overall thoughts on the whole thing. Um, so, for, you know, the horror, we decided to have uh, the scare meter because every horror movie is different depending on the type of horror movie you're watching, but, so we don't want to just change it up for everything, so... The scare meter, you know, includes, like, jump scares, dread, uh, just 
those kind of cringy gore moments that make you go, holy cow, you know, type things. It kind of encompasses everything about horror movies that give you the willies, I guess. Yeah. Would be the best way to put it. Um, for me, truthfully, there wasn't a whole lot in this that really, like, skeeved me out or made me jump or really caught me off guard so much. I can't really think of anything right off the top of my head that made me go, holy cow, that was cool, or that was super scary, or uh, that I I never felt a lot of tension personally. The only, the only, there was one scene that it was like I got a little bit of that on, but overall, this movie didn't really creep me out. Again, that's also the has a lot to do with the fact that I have watched an asinine amount of these movies <laughs> over the years, and that I it takes a lot to really skeeve me out and creep me out. Anyway, same here. Um, real things skeeve me out real easy, but like when it comes to films. I was like, it really got to be something special <laughs> to like f- make me make me go, oh, that was really jumpy. Or even with jump scares, it's to the point now where I don't often get caught up in the jump scare thing too mm-hmm. often. So it's cool when something does happen, and that's like, ooh, you got me, you got something new, all right, you know. Uh, the gore, like I said, the gore stuff wasn't, there wasn't really any over-the-top gore, so there was nothing, there was one scene that was a little cringy. Yep, I gotcha. I know what you're talking about. Well, there was one scene that was a little cringy, <laughs> but they didn't, like, super-duper focus on it. No. So, it didn't quite maybe affect me the same way. Uh, again, there was nothing in the film that really made me, as far as, like, jump scares go, that was like, oh, you know, type things. Uh, but again, that's just me. So I, I would get, definitely give, I think this film was very effective in, in the overall sense of the, 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 the dread, I guess, was good. Just, you know, the way the film played out. There was a good sense of dread, but there was, there was. to me, there was really no, like, cringe moments, skeeve moments, or really even jump scare type moments. I mean, per se. Compared to what you would, uh, but again, like I think you were saying about this is really more of a psychological drama thriller. Yes. And I think it did work well more as that type of film. Yes. Than it did your traditional gross out, (laughs) jump scary type film. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Um, Scare meter, I would say, I, I agree with you. Like, there were a couple parts that I, I did jump a little bit, but it wasn't, like, that big of a deal. And, of course, I have an issue with poisonous snakes, so <laughs> that was one spot. I'm just like, yeah, okay, yeah, we're, we're done with that part. Let's, <laughs> let's move on now. And then I, I, uh, it did, there were areas where I was anxious. I was, but I, um, wasn't scared yeah. or ready to jump out of my skin or anything. And, and the, the areas of gore, they didn't really 
skeeve me out either. Um, but then again, you know, like I said, especially for me, I'm, I'm a big fan of like Fulci and stuff like that, which (laughs) when you start watching like the Godfather of Gore stuff, you pretty much at that point, there's not a lot left that's (laughs) to me, that's really going to be like, man, that's sick. You know, right. I, I do get stuff like that here and there, but I mean, it's at that point, a lot of stuff is pretty tame compared to those films as far yeah. as the gore factor yes. goes. Um, and just, let's be honest, the the gore is, in most cases, is nothing like it was back in the late 70s and 80s. I agree. When stuff was way more visceral and way more graphic, they... There's a lot of implied gore in modern movies, but they don't show... And I fully understand it and get it, but, you know, so sometimes when you get those... To me, sometimes when you get those moments, they're almost more shocking because you don't see them that often anymore. It's exactly. Like, cow, yes. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, I think I think we're pretty much on the same page with, as far as that goes, anyway. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um. So... We're, what are your thoughts wrapping this up? What are your overall thoughts about the whole film and your feelings and what would you grade it as? So, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I'll admit, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Even though it didn't scare the crap out of me, I think it was very well put together. Uh, there was nothing um, over the top. I enjoyed... I, I really enjoyed all aspects of the film. Um, I would probably, out of, uh, 1 to 10, I would probably actually give this a 7.9. Yeah. Um, I, for me, I, I was never really bored, and I definitely was very interested in the film. Like, I paid attention the whole time. Um, like, I, it... It was it was good enough that it pulled me into the story uh-huh. and made me follow along. Uh-huh. Um, again, you know, we were talking about just overall there was there was kind of a good sense of dread going on, but it wasn't like it's that type of like creep up on you dread, not like totally just uh, in your face dread. Exactly, and the story was pretty well done as far as how everything played out and I think overall it worked really well as far as uh, especially as far as like a reboot goes because yeah. I felt like they did take some chances with it not doing just the same thing. Oh yeah, definitely. Because especially with a franchise that really isn't that old, you're only talking like I think 20 or probably 20 years old. Yeah. Since the original wrong... I'm not sure when the original wrong turn actually came out, but... Uh, I'm not sure either, and I, I don't have my second. phone on me. <laughs> the, original wrong, the original wrong turn came out in 2003, so you're oh, talking okay. a series that's less than 20 years old. Right. That they're rebooting. So it's still one of those series that's pretty fresh in everybody's head. I think maybe compared to some other series that they can get away with it a bit more in this one, 
simply because I'm not sure this is as beloved as some of the other horror franchises right. that have gotten reboots that have not gone so well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would, I would give this, I would give this a solid seven. I didn't um, overall. I was pretty happy, pretty happy with it overall. There was uh, there was a few things that I kind of wish maybe they had gone for just a little bit more, but you know they went for it, but they might have pulled back just a little bit. Uh, I kind of feel like they might have done that because of how, and I really hate to see say this, but how weak our society is now, and how easily offended everybody gets. It's freaking ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, you, it's, it's one of those things, it's, especially growing up watching the stuff that we've watched growing up, it's like, modern films have a tendency to be way more tame, and again, I, you know, it's uh, one of those things that people can be kind of, I think people are kind of squeamish and easily put off. Yes. Especially... Especially younger audiences that maybe aren't as used to that type of stuff as we are. Um, especially, you know, when it, especially when it comes to gore. <laughs> I've definitely, you know, but, uh, yeah. So overall, I was, I was very happy with the film. Like I said, I'd give it a, I'd give it a solid seven. Mm-hmm. So it was, if you were a diehard fan of the franchise, I'm almost, I, I really think you should give it a chance, but just know that it's not it's not that film. <laughs> it's not those films, it's kind of its own thing. Yes. Um if you were never a big fan of the wrong turn friends, you know, the series, or are just kind of a casual fan like her and I, where we were you know, weren't like that wasn't you know, we've seen a few movies in the series, but it wasn't like our thing. You definitely want to check this out again yes. for the same reason. It's not the original. Exactly. It's it's its own separate entity, and I think whether you end up loving it or hating it, I think it's at least worth giving it a shot. So don't uh, what you know. Don't not watch it because you're a fan of the original, and don't not watch it because you are a fan of the originals. It, it's kind of its own separate thing. It's not the same same films. And, and I appreciate when at least when they're going to do a reboot or a remake, that if they're going to go for it, they at least go for it. And do their, you know, do not just rehash the same film over and over again. Right. If you want to rehash the same film over and over again, watch the sequels. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. So, yeah, definitely a thumbs up and a passing grade from both of us. And, yeah, we hope you uh, will check the film out if you haven't already. Or if we'd be interested to hear your thoughts on the film as well. If you have already seen it, what do you guys think? Uh, Hit us up on our Facebook page. There is now a Facebook page for the Movie Shack. Just go to... Uh, Facebook.com backslash the movie shack podcast and add us and you can talk with us about stuff on there, uh, reviews, whether you agree or not. Um, the only thing we ask with anybody 
on the pages is be respectful of people commenting our comments and stuff. If you act like an idiot, we will definitely be booting you off. That's just, we're, you know, there's no need of it. Uh, if you can't act like an adult, don't be on there. (laughs) Uh, so anyway, yeah. Thank you guys for listening and I hope you guys continue to enjoy the show and thank you for supporting the show. We will, uh, we will be back again in a couple weeks with another episode, and we are going to be reviewing the film Antebellum. Yes. So it's uh, I'm looking forward to that one, and we'll let you know what we think. Anyway, thank you guys for listening to the Movie Shack. I'm TJ. I'm CJ. And we will see you guys next time.